Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 186. Thank you for joining us tonight. Brian, thank you for joining us tonight. You best. Jim, thank you and Nick for uh, for filling in for me. I yeah. know it's big, big shoes to fill, but he's the right guy, so I do appreciate it. Yeah, Nick did a hell of a job, so always appreciate uh, having him on the show. Congratulations to him for getting married this past week, so... Uh, yeah, uh, make sure to check out the links to his podcast and the N squared podcast and all that good stuff. Yeah. Jim and going through it, you didn't fuck up too much. I was proud of you. Hey, I've done this enough times. I should be able to bullshit my way through. <laughs> but Jim, it's like, it's just like every time we get together for a review, how many cold, cold openings do we have? Cause we have to redo it. Cause it's like, man, haven't done it in like three weeks. Yeah. That's about right. It's like, ah, shit, redo it. Oh, okay. Fuck. Oh, well. And today we're reviewing. Oh, it's not a review. Shit. What was the review that when we were really long off reviews? What was our first Patreon review back? Was it Twisted Metal? Or... It might have been Twisted Metal. That was the first one in a long time. Maybe it was one of the Burger King games. I think that was even before then. I think it was Burger King. Yeah, I remember that we, one. We, we took oh. that intro like 10 times. It was like, what the fuck? We haven't done it in so long. <laughs> but no, I do truly, truly appreciate it. Um, You guys did great. Um, yeah, just like a lot of people, apparently, uh, the flu decided to come through my house like a goddamn hurricane. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. So, thanks, GM. Yep. So, thank you to Nick for guesting. And speaking of guest spots, I just had one on our good buddies over at Drunk Friend with good old SNES Drunk and Trav, the NES Friend. Uh, we talked 1997, all things 97. So, Princess Die, the Montreal Screw Job, Burger King, French Fries, all kinds of good shit. So, Link will be below. Make sure to check that out. A certain other host of the show might be appearing on there soon. Yep, I will be. <laughs> okay. Well, I, thank you, well, well, what's great, Jim, is I do love that format of covering the years. I won't say what year I'm covering. I don't know if it would be a spoiler or not, but I like that format. Yes. But my question Brian, to you you're going to be is, doing 1998. It's not that big of a secret. I, I didn't. I don't know. I, I didn't want to you know, give away the secret, Jim. Watch <laughs> me be wrong. <laughs> they're like god damn it jim <laughs> but no jim here's my question for you so i remember we were talking were you actually you got into wrestling at wrestlemania 12 you said like that was the thing that really turned you into it yes so were you like full-fledged into it at that point or were you still kind of like just the occasional watch. By 97, I was pretty much full-fledged into it. Full-fledged. In 96, I was still like watching all the pay-per-views and then like tuning into the occasional Raw. But by 97, yeah. I was like full bore. So the Montreal Screwjob, when you saw that, did you see it live or did you see it after? Oh, I well, saw it live. A, you had a hot box, right? Yes, I did. Um, and kids, if you don't know what a hot box is, that's when you pay the cable person to hook up the illegal line that lets you get all the channels for free. Jimmy, they're coming around to do the bills. We got to unhook the hot box until they leave. <laughs> that Here's was a monthly question. tradition. Do, do you think there's a version of the hot box now with like the way TV is? I know there's weird streaming services that you can get that. Uh, oh, fuck. I, it's not like web TV. I forget what it's called, but like there's, there's one a fire that has, like, stick and stuff. It's actually can... funny when you go to more uh, questionable parts of Philadelphia and you're driving through. Uh, you'll see, like, you know, those little signs you put in the lawn and shit like that. Mm-hmm. 
there was a while where you would see them littered up and down like the Roosevelt Boulevard in like the North Philly section saying like, you know, broken fire sticks, you know, 4,000 channels and all pay-per-views mm-hmm. and shit like that. So it's still, you know, where there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. And there's but, that old uh, we- there's that old website we used to go to to like stream all the fucking pay per views that killed our old laptops. So oh, dude, yeah, With uh, there's a million zillion viruses. There's so many more that I've tried, and, and every once in a while, like I've given up just the same way. Hey, you know what? On demand, you did your job, or Hulu or Amazon, you charge me three dollars for a rental. I don't have to stream it. <laughs> like yeah, it's that simple. You make the price so low that it's not worth the hassle of me doing it then i'm just gonna pay it so yeah good on you guys no but i was asking because i know you had the hot box um and when you saw that what was your reaction like did you think it was a complete work or were you like no the reaction was what the fuck just happened Mm. like that was like legitimately like shocking and confusing yeah like you're just sitting there like wait what what's what's going on here did uh were you a big were at that moment were you more Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart? Oh, I was full bore Shawn Michaels at the time. Like, you know, like I fully brought in the, you know, Brett's the mean Canadian heel, Sean's the <laughs> scumbag baby face, you know, yeah. early DX days. Yep. Yeah. No, Sean, I remember the uh, next night on Raw that like he was teasing that Brett was coming out and then he took brought out a midget dress like Bret Hart. Yep. I yep. I definitely remember that. Yeah, ninety seven. What a year. That was uh what grade were we in then? So I graduated Ooh. in 2000, so it would have been 5th, 6th? 97, grade. yeah, 5th or 6th, something like that. I think yeah. uh, I 6th. Damn, that's crazy. So, yeah, yeah no, no. Good job on it, Jim. Yeah. They made it easy. They had a very nice spreadsheet of everything to talk about. <laughs> Just give Jim words, and he does okay. It's damn right. <laughs> Jim, one day I want to I want to just have you off the cuff, no topics, no nothing, just all off the top of your head. Hey, I did that once. I was like, what, episode eighty seven when I flew by the seat of my pants, talked about a bunch of games, some personal stories. Long forty five minutes of my life, I was my throat was dead tired by the end of that. Oh, Chambers. Well, speaking of throats and uh, being too dry, what do you got tonight to help you with that? I was worried about where you're going to go with speaking to throats. <laughs> Jim, it's not always about penises. <laughs> Maybe to you. <laughs> For me, though. Well, Brian, uh, I'm actually breaking into doing it a little early this year, but I had a few of these oh, left over. You're from... going super early. I mean, I already broke into them. So speaking of weddings, shout out once again to Hibiki for his wedding that I was at uh, a couple weeks ago. Got to meet another couple former guests. So Burn retinas and kite man they were all there so it was a damn good time and i saw this at the local store and i decided to pick it up and then when i was drunk i was like well i'm gonna start drinking it so this is the grand crew the version of mad elf so ale brewed with honey and cherries which is what mad elf is but it's the more fancy it's even more fancy than regular mad elf comes in at 11 alcohol by volume uh it is made with oh this is kind of yeah yeah <laughs> The label's a little folded. It's making it tough. <laughs> just, just get, I started rewatching South Park since it's on HBO Max, and you <laughs> literally are Cartman with your noises. <laughs> but, Bri, if you know Trogues, you know the Mad Elf. The legendary holiday L that helped put our little brewery on the map. It adds... Uh, oh, wait. In your hands is the director's cut. The Balatin cherries? Balaton? Balaton, probably. 
Uh, cherries make all the difference. Flush with supporting notes of brown sugar, cinnamon, and clove. This beer... What the fuck? Begs to be shared. <laughs> there is a fold that is making it hard. <laughs> Jim, you know what's funny is you bust my balls because I am notorious for certain... Just very... like. There's a probably a hand, maybe a dozen words that I mispronounce, like Dasani. Yes. I used to say Dasnia. Um, but... Here's the deal. I'm also, I can completely, I'm one of those people, like, if every word is mixed up, I can just finish a sentence without actually seeing it. And I do that, like, sometimes I do that to my to my own fault. But I love, you need things so perfect that if it's a little bit off, you're like, ah, I don't get it. It's not, it's not perfect. There is a fault. <laughs> it is making it hard. <laughs> but yeah, it's so, delicious. This is a dark bastard. And mm-hmm. it's... Careful, uh, careful, racist. Careful. What? Careful. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> now, now. It's not looking. <laughs> Moving on. Not going to be topical. So, with, with I, certain um, rappers saying certain greetings on a certain website. Yes. Damn it, Jim. I am. Uh, I'm sticking to my IPA guns now because very soon I'm going to be transitioning just to. The Winter Loggers, uh, Mad Elves, all that. So I'm going with the Otter Creek Brewings Handheld IPA. So obviously done in the style of the classic Game Boy. We've had that Legend before, right? Zelda. Yeah. Um, a legendary trihopic adventure packed with Simcoe, Centennial, and Chinook varieties. It's dangerous to go alone. Take an IPA. Hop-packed excitement for home or on the go. So this one. I get those references. 6.6%. It is a really solid IPA. I will say Otter uh, Otter Creek from Vermont. They always make pretty solid IPAs, but once again, they're one of these companies. You look at their beers, it's seven or eight IPAs. And I'm not even talking about their double versions. So, you know, right. it is what it is. Speaking of multiple IPAs, I just picked up another little mix pack I'm saving for December. Oh, boy. It, and it kills me. It kills me. It kills me with the shirt. It kills me with that sign. Because I picked up the 12 IPAs of Stone. Oh, Jim. You might as well just have given Greg Cock a hand job. I might as yourself. well. How much does it pay? I However much it. you paid. However much you paid, Jim. Yeah, I mean, you know, I hate them. I hate the brand. I hate the brewery. I hate the owner. They make good shit. So. Now, by saying you bought it, did your wife buy it? She was at the store, and she called me, and she said they have a Trogues pack, and they have this Stone pack, and I've already had all the Trogues ones, so I wanted to try something different. So have you, other than when we first recorded our intro, have you drank any Stone? Very rarely. Okay. Like, I've had Stone before. It's good stuff, but it's just been, you know, not when I really go to. Really long. Because what, yeah. what they did to my boy. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. <laughs> I like how you're referring to a company as your boy. <laughs> My boy. <laughs> um, no, so I saw you post about the Trogues Grand Crew, and I was like, this is your first time having it? Because they've had that for like two or three years now. It's the first time I've seen it. Huh. Okay. Yeah, I had it last year. I remember thinking, this is pretty damn good. Like, It's really sweet, and it's really smooth. Like, It took all the booziness out of Mad Elf and still 11%. Yeah. That's the thing I remember is like, wow, this is significantly, it's probably because of the brown sugar. It's a lot sweeter than your typical Mad Elf. So, 
Yeah, if if you don't, if maybe the the cherry and the booziness of a regular Mad Elf is too much for you, it's a nice substitute. Oh yeah, it breaks up the monotony. Yeah, I'm sticking to my Thanksgiving tradition. That's what I'm breaking out. I just bought the six pack, and I love, I love. My wife claims that I'm a chatty motherfucker, especially when it comes to females. That I'm talking the 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 cashier. Starts having this whole conversation. Oh, yeah, you are. You are, you bitch. You <laughs> son of a bitch. I, wait, fucking one, Mr. Charmer over here. I like how you had to think about so long, but in in my defense, in the cases no she was referring to, we were at a Target, we were at a, a fall festival. I did not initiate any talking. You were with... trying to get a free red card. You, <laughs> you never initiate. That's part of the problem. <laughs> yeah, yes, when I'm talked to, I'll talk back. What? I'm not going to be rude, mm-hmm. but like I love that the cashier wanted to have this full conversation with Bat- Bat- about Mad Elf. Like, do you like it? Da, da, da. And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, oh yeah, I don't really drink that. I just drink like tequila and stuff. I'm like, then why are you asking me this shit? Yes, why would she be making such conversation, Brian? No, I wasn't. Why indeed? <laughs> why indeed? It just made me beg the question, and I feel like with you especially, I know the answer. But do you ever fake interest in or like ask people like something that you know you don't do or like at all? That's something I've never done. I've never been like, so what kind of white wines are really good? Like, I, I, I don't know. It, it's just weird. Ne- never when I'm at like, not really. The only time it ever comes up is if I'm at like another state and I'm at like a tap house or like a brewery or something, and I'm like, I'm not from around here. You tell me what's good and why. No, but that's to me that's different because you're there to drink. I'm saying like, could you imagine if you just happen to see someone and you know for a fact like I'll just say white wine because that's what I don't ever drink. Yeah, I couldn't imagine seeing that. I'd be like, oh, is this like a good one? Like, tell me about it. And- oh no, the last thing I want to do is talk to new people. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was just as I was getting my mad off, I was like, that was odd to ask me all this stuff about it when you don't drink beer, but. Whatever. How odd. <laughs> you know what, Jim? I don't like your goddamn implications. <laughs> I don't like your tone. I'm a victim. Yeah, you're a victim, all right. <laughs> you son of a bitch. So, Chambers. Then again, some of these conventions, I might actually say that every once in a while. I might give you it to what? you then. Jim, I could full on two times now. <laughs> two. I, I could say I would, I've... Uh, I could just... I could have cases. That's all I'm going to say. There is a part of me that enjoys watching you reap what you sow as you just kind of give that look of help and I'm too inebriated to do anything about it or care. You son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. I just give you the old, ah, good luck with that, and then I'm out. You still say, go fuck yourself. Oh, I do that too. But, uh, but Chambers, I know I missed last week, but uh, have you been playing anything new the past week? Um, so I, I mean, you've been playing it way more than me, obviously, but I, I was da- doing a little dabbling with Vampire Survivors, as we talked about, stupid, <sighs> stupid, fun game. Apparently it's been out on Steam for a while and like, it's just started to take off on Game Pass and mm-hmm. it, it's way more fun than it has any right to be, but it's a stupid, fun game. Um, I've dipped my toes into Metal Hellsinger for the, what do you call it? The Patreon review we have coming up. I got to give it some more time. It's not gripping me yet. I was going to ask, so I know I heard you obviously talking with Nick about it, so you tried to do it on the original Xbox One, 
and that apparently went terribly. Oh, yeah, because it's only available for newer consoles now, but you yep. can do it on the one through the uh, cloud streaming of Game Pass. Mm. And for a game that's rhythm and timing-based, it did not work out well. well but, especially because you had that T-Mobile internet connection, so. Son? <laughs> I do need to upgrade my internet, but, yeah, that definitely did not help. But now I'm playing it on my PlayStation 5, and, yeah, um... It's all right so far. I'm a couple levels in. It's not grabbing me yet, but we'll see by the end. I'll see, I'll save my thoughts. I was going to ask you about, and yeah, we'll save the in-depth, but as I played it, I thought, one, I was like, oh, well, Jim will probably do amazing at this because really, if you can just keep a beat and a rhythm, that's, that's literally like the number one thing you have to do. Like, yes, you do have to be a little strategic with some of your movements, but are you finding that you're having trouble keeping the beats? You know what it is? I want to keep the beat more. And it really frustrates me that, like, you only get so many, like, sword attacks in a row or shit like that. Where, like, mm. uh, with the skull, with the shooting the shit that you have, that, I don't know, it's just something. Maybe I have to, I'm going to try going back and calibrating it. So maybe that's been I my problem. I had to do that, like, about three times. So I did it on my PC yeah. through Xbox. Um, and, yeah, the initial. Because when you, I'm sorry, it's bullshit. When you run the calibration test, it starts immediately. So I was really delayed. Like they gave me like, I don't know, 20 millisecond delay or something. Mm. And then when I started playing, I was like, I'm really off. So I got it down to like four or five and that fixed it. Like, cause then it's basically instantaneous. Um, but like, obviously I'm not as good at keeping a beat as you would be, but like I found that in between like, yeah, using the skull to like get on tempo and then switching to some of the other guns, especially cause they need to reload. You can't always stay perfectly. Yeah. But like, yeah, I was the same at first. I was like, I don't get it. And then once I figured out like, Oh, this is really what you need to be doing and how you need to do it. And <clears throat> I don't know. I mean, I know you don't dislike metal, but like, oh, I, like I don't metal. know. If, yeah. Yeah. Like, no, the music's the songs, not the problem. Yeah. And, and like, especially because you want to get the highest uh, rhythm combo because then the lyrics kick in. And it's like, it really, as you get more and more, more drums pick up, more instruments. Whereas yeah. it's, at first, it's just like, doom, doom. Or, or if you're doom. doing really bad, like, I was noticing because I was even in the big, like, you know, firefights, I wasn't even mm -hmm. looking at my health bar. But then I started to hear the music like trail off. I was like, uh oh, that's probably not good. Yep. And I'm like, like oh, oh shit, shit, I'm about oh, shit. to die. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll save ours for the full review. But yeah, I was very curious. I wanted to hear your more in depth opinion on that. Yeah. And then besides that, I started playing a game I ordered a while ago because a lot of people talked it up. It's called, it's a port of a 3DS game. It's called Code of Princess EX. And it's like made by like ex treasure people who like worked on Guardian Heroes, I think. And everyone talks that game up. And I'm playing it, and I'm going. Eh, this is it's all right. It's not. It's not exactly. It's not. It's not great. I don't know why people were talking it up so much. It's okay, but <laughs> apparently it's not that long of a game, so I can at least like I'm, I'll finish it. Because if I didn't see that it was a relatively short game, I would have been like, all right, whatever. This is a waste. But I'll finish it off, put it on to level fifty. Yeah, I'm 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 straggling at forty nine right now. I gotta I'm gotta cross that last hurdle. Uh. What was your 40? I had your 48 as Lady and Leotard with the gun. 49 was XCOM, too. Uh, okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Well, it's funny. So, I, <clears throat> my 50, we haven't talked since, but my 50 was XCOM, too. Um, and then, yeah, I beat Metal Hellsinger. 
in a very short amount of time. Like, I will say, the nice part is that's like a five-hour game. That's what I heard, yeah. Um, so that, that wasn't bad. Then I decided, like, the final game of the Puppet Combo Torture Star Trilogy, or not Trilogy, but, you know, uh, catalog of games, the Booty Creek Cheek Freak. And I swear to God, this is Matt Stone, Trey Parker, if they wanted to make a horror game. It's the from the dialogue of what's going on to this monster that basically, if you take a shit in a boy's room in the middle of this woods on a certain night, then it summons a booty cheek f- creek freak, whatever. And that's the story behind how this thing comes after you. And his whole deal is he wants your cheeks. And then you have to flush yourself down a toilet, collect bones, and flush him down a toilet to expel him. It's ridiculous. But it like there were parts I was mad at myself. I'm like, God damn it, don't laugh at this. <laughs> that just <laughs> so, sounds that just like on its face, that sounds so try hard. It I don't I try hard might it's so in it's like trauma. I would almost put it in that category. No where it's so ridiculous, you're like, what the fuck? Um <clears throat> and then Vampire Survivor. So my thing with that game is it didn't take me very long to beat, like get the final boss, but mm-hmm. I decided like the only way I was going to count it is if I get all collectibles done and all unlocks. So I did that. The game, like you said, I saw so many people like praising the ever loving shit out of it. When I first started, I was like, why am is my hitting a not shooting anything? And then I was like, Oh, it's automatic. Yep. Yeah. The first like couple times you play, you're like, it's fun. I just want to try one more, one more. And that's one of those classic roguelikes where there are some roguelikes like Hades is a very involved roguelike where you're like, you're not just going to pick it up for like one more. You right. know, you're probably going to be there a while. This one you can easily pick up. And I couldn't stop trying to go back and like get 30 minutes with this character, 50 minutes with this character. So, yeah, excellent, excellent game, especially if you get on Game Pass. And I don't even imagine it would be that expensive, but it can't be No. But great game. So, yeah, that's been my major. And now I'm taking, like, a break from trying to fully complete games, doing some Fallout 76 again, uh, loving the shit out of that. So, yeah, it's just been fun. Oh, and because I got the new Xbox Series X, uh, I finally can play Call of Duty. And, oh, my God, the difference between playing this and the Xbox One, I'm like, wow. Like, just the fact of how you actually perform and don't get killed because you can't see a pixel. Yeah. Like, it's so different. But, yeah. So, yeah, that's been that's basically been my, my go-to for now. Cool. Jim, get an Xbox. Eventually. <laughs> like I said, it was, it was a weird situation. I was asked uh, on stream, and once again, thank you everyone who jumped on for Vampire Survivor stream on Twitch. Um... Amazon. I just randomly was like, let me see if they have any. And I had to sign up for a thing if I wanted to participate in the ability to be put in a lottery to like have the availability to purchase one. I was like, whatever. And two days later, it's like, oh, you're selected. And I was like, what? I wasn't expecting it. I told my wife, I said, all right, you talk with like my family. That'll be my Christmas gift. So I'll just buy it and we'll call it even. So. Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah, I mean, I saw I was like, son of a bitch. But yeah, I mean, I'll eventually get one. It's not a rush right now. Like, for my new games, I have the PS5. So, 
Yeah. I mean, Game Pass would be nice to be able to use that for more modern games. Because we talked about it before. Like, we're at that crux now. We're like, if you're playing a new game, you need a new system. Yeah. Like, I can do indie games and old shit on Game Pass, but the new shit, that's done. Yeah, the first two games I downloaded for my Xbox were the Call of Duty and Plague Tale. Yeah. That will be the game I play, because I can't wait to do that. Yeah, I definitely want to sink into Plague Tale, but... I don't want to pay for it right now. <laughs> I can I can understand. Hey, you you do have a PS5, so I yeah. don't blame you. But yeah, so that is what it is. Um, I have no transition to the next. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I used up sure. all my transitions last but week. But I I love you go you go up a little bit. You start talking like yeah, but that will. And I'm like oh, he's he's about to transition for us, and then it just. <laughs> <laughs> we should. <laughs> that, that's how <laughs> that's how we should copy uh fucking uh gamers week and instead of just having a nice little jingle we just flatline between my sentences and that'll be the cue that it's gonna be a new topic <laughs> so chambers why don't you right. listen my transitions might be dead but one thing that isn't dead is our patreon because at <laughs> patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game we're for as little as two dollars a month you can ask a question we will answer on each and every single one of these power hour podcasts and uh speaking of not being dead Big shout out and thank you to the boys over at Reliving Retro Podcast. They just signed up today for the $5 tier. So guys, thank you so much. Check out the bonus episodes you have coming to you. Put in your game review request. We'll see. They run a great show over there. So they just had the boys from Console Wars on there. So definitely make sure and check that out. Yeah, check them out for sure. Hit subscribe. Give them some love. Yep, but first up from JD Mains. You have two options for the rest of your gaming life. A. Whatever you want, no matter the platform, with no sound. No music, no dialogue, just the sound of silence. Or, B, only long, dialogue-heavy JRPGs on Switch. I feel like I'm being attacked. Oh. It's a no-brainer for me. I'll go no sound. Just because I could never stick to just one thing and... As I said, maybe it's the whatever in me. There's a lot of games now I play where I'll have music or podcasts or something or I'll be talking. Like, I can play games without sound. I don't love doing it, but it's one of those deals where if it was that or just JRPGs, how many times can I hear a goddamn flute? Like, I don't (laughs) need to just hear the shit over and over. Um, And I'm the one who likes story, and I, I don't even mind some JRPGs. I would just get incredibly bored so yeah i guess i'll be creating my own soundtracks to all my games yeah you know what's weird my gut reaction was to say "Ah, maybe i'll go jrpgs and really for two reasons one it's a genre that i have barely scratched the surface of so i have infinite experiences and you know there's your turn based there's your action there's your turn based and then there's the other turn based and there's your tactical. There's a little variation. They're all the same. They're all the same. They are all the same. But uh, <laughs> then I was just like, you know what? I'm at a phase right now where like, all I did in my childhood was like, I'd be playing games, but I'd have some other shit on in the background. At this point, I need to have like everything going. I need that like immersive experience with my games. So I don't know if I could do it without sound at this point. Like I do it from time to time, but I kind of hate it whenever I do it, even if it's for like a game I've played a billion times and love. Like, if I'm going to be, you know... For the site and for casual, like, I don't know, my gut just said, yeah, maybe I'll do JRPGs, even though that's so off-brand for me. Jim, but see, where I cra- where I did the cheat code, if you will, 
I won't have any sound on the game. But while I'm playing Streets of Rage 2, I'll just have the soundtrack on in the background. Yeah, I mean, that's a smart way to do it. So enjoy your JRPGs, sucker. Hey, you know what? I'll be I'll be a billion pretty teens who have to save the world, all right? Pretty pretty teens finding gems. That's all those fucking Fuck. games are. Well, you did just download a game called Princess what? Code of Princess, my friend. Exactly. God damn it. That shouldn't be a thing that ever comes out of your mouth. <laughs> well, like, like, like most things that come out of my mouth, they shouldn't be coming out of there. Fuck. We're going in. <laughs> Thank you, JD. Yep. And uh, last up from Gamer Astral. Any high-value games that you're after this holiday season? I just got Earthbound back in my collection at a somewhat decent price. Oh, Madman. What What the fuck? I can't imagine there's ever such thing as a reasonable price. Well, for Earthbound standards. For the holiday, I mean, for the foreseeable future, I don't... Like I said, I'm desperately in the horror, and I already decided a little bit early... 2023 for me for collecting i'm focusing on that ps2 xbox gen with gamecube thrown in there too like i actually already started collecting some even non-horror titles i'm like you know what i realize that really is probably my favorite gen of gaming uh probably tied with xbox 360 i should say um and it's still extremely reasonable to collect for for the most part <clears throat> and I'm not going to be that guy that goes out and like, what's that uh, uh, Roll the Rose. really expensive? Yeah, I'm never, like, I don't even know what that game is. I don't know what it's about, but I know it's balls expensive. So I'm not going to try that. Uh, the next expensive game I'm going to get, I'm sure, will be a horror title. I just don't know what it's going to be. But expensive for me is, like, if I spend 100 to 150 for a game. Like, I can't justify spending much more so yeah collecting i'm kind of the wrong guy there and i know chambers i know you're not trying to spend anything right now but if you did have a golden goose if you had a game that you were like you know what i really want but it's just it's crazy expensive what's something that's been in the catalog of your mind uh, you know what i really don't know because a lot of like the more expensive shit that I've wanted over the years, I've already gotten. So luckily I struck before everything went even crazier than crazy. So mm-hmm. there's not that much. Like I've always kind of wanted Crusader of Senti on the Genesis, but like I don't want to spend a grand because I would have to get a complete in box. Like that's a, that's the okay. thing that's on the list. Um, but that's one of those ones that's like, yeah, it's probably never going to happen. Um, Are you done your River Raid collection? Yeah, the River Raid collection's done. Okay. I mean, I mean, the only one that's really left would be for me to get the Brazil variant that's got the little handle on it, and that goes for about two hundred fifty bucks just for the cart. Uh, that's okay. Well, hey, that, that could be it. That, if that's your only thing left, you know what? That might that might be the next thing on the list for uh, a money collection. If I was going to get anything, I would get that yeah. variant to be like, you know, I'm done. I'm done with the river raids. I have the most rare version of it. I'd be done. Okay. Yeah, yeah, collecting is, um, it's a dangerous beast, and it's like, like I said, unless you're collecting for the sole purpose of reselling, or you're finishing off one, yeah, man, I I would never go with a high value, I can't even think of a super high value game that would interest me to want to get. I think you'd probably want to get the Splatterhouse games, but they're pretty pricey. 
I would, yeah. Well, of course, yeah. Those, but like, yeah. What, what, what do you think right now? Splatterhouse two on Genesis and three, complete in box. What, what am I looking at? Uh, probably at least two hundred. Fuck. Well, I'll just have to steal yours. No, you take <laughs> your horror hands away from it. <laughs> I'm the victim. <laughs> You're no victim. You should have been wasteful with your money like I was five years ago. <laughs> Struck then. I th- see. I th- I I thought three you had for a while. I didn't realize you just purchased them. No, what do you call it? I I didn't have any splatter houses growing up, so all the ones I have are in the last you know how many years. And I know you got because of the Turbo Graphics, you got that one. Yeah, is that what ignited it? Or you know what it was that ignited it? Fucking because when we were starting to go through all those games, we were just going to do it off the 360 PS3 game because yeah. that had all of them on there. Then after that, I was like, oh, I want to get the tur- I have a turbo. Let me get this one to compare. And then I was like, ah, oh, I really like these. Let me just have this in the collection. Yep. Which yep. went all the way to that fucking Tiger handheld one. So, I mean, see, that's the thing is I like collections like that more where it's like small, obtainable, under like 10 copies of something to complete an entire co- Like that I like. Yeah. Because you're not going to spend a couple grand on it. Something ridiculous. Yeah. But. Yeah, maybe if I find a collection of games like that, where it's actually like, there's there's a version, there's a big version of Splatterhouse I'm missing. That could be another one that's uh, on there. What is it? The FM Towns Marty version of the first one. The fuck is it? FM Towns? It what? Was, it was. It's a computer. Uh, the FM Towns was like a computer gaming computer brand in Japan, and apparently it's like slightly weirdly cropped, but it's like almost arcade perfect of a port. Besides that, but yeah. I was eyeing it up a couple years ago, and even then, it was like five hundred bucks to get it complete. So I'm sure now it's probably like a good grand to fifteen hundred, something ridiculous. See, something I would love <clears throat> that if you know the, the the folks that do listen to us and follow us in the UK, the whole <clears throat> thing with Amigas with uh, the I'm I'm not saying Zed, I'm saying ZX Spectrum America. with all those systems. I forget which one it is. I'm pretty sure it's the Amiga. But um, there was like a whole slew of '80s horror movies, like *Fright Night*, *Nightbreed*, like that were games made for that system, and I would really love to have those. But I don't. I couldn't even like if you held a gun to me, I couldn't say what I think the cost of an Amiga 500 is, the system itself. I, I don't know. Yeah, that I have no idea. Like the British microcomputers, I have no idea of any of that pricing yeah i can tell but you this like, probably fucking uh like friday the 13th and halloween on the goddamn 2600 you can spend like 200 bucks a card on that yeah well uh well there isn't friday 13th on 2600 there's texas chainsaw Massacre. texas chainsaw i meant yeah <laughs> whatever but no no but see <clears throat> but here's the deal i'm <clears throat> because i'm not a reseller and because i have no plans of ever selling it like i admit it I bought a legit card of Friday the 13th, but I got the box, the manual, as repro. Just to have the nice little display for Friday the 13th on the NES. I'm fine with doing shit like that. But, like, there would be something cool about those really obscure 80s movies that got one-offs. And it seemed to happen on a lot of those microcomputers. Like that fucking Evil Dead game we played on my emulator. Like, that would be really cool because the cases look awesome. But I once again, I don't even have an idea of what that the hell that would cost. So 
Oh, I yeah. Know. I mean, when I was uh, finishing off my River Raid fucking collection, you know, for what it is right now, the last, like, console version I needed was off the IBM PC Junior. I was like, what the mm. fuck is a PC Junior? Like, shit I've never heard of. <laughs> well, Jim, get buying it. What are you waiting for? I mean, I eventually got it, but... Well, get the Brazilian. What are you waiting for? Well, patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game. <laughs> Help me out here. <laughs> Son of a bitch. No, but we uh, we do appreciate the question. And, hey, whatever you got your game for, I hope you didn't pay too much. And, Astral, welcome to the club. Earthbound boys. God damn it, Jim. No, but thank you, guys. We truly appreciate it. And once again, if you do want to support us, make sure click all the links below on our Patreon. You get access to our exclusive videos, to depending on the tier, to our podcast with Nerdy Nick. And you can always request a game for us. Yeah, speaking of, the review for Spider-Man from 2018 will be out soon. So it's the next yep. one we're finishing up. Plowing through these Patreon reviews. Absolutely. So thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. All right, so it's never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts. Whether it's for your friend or friends in your pants, you can make the season jolly with Manscaped. To do your little drummer boy a favor and use a lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom, Jim. <clears throat> Man. Then, <laughs> then add in Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about his sack, and so should you. Look nice when you get naughty by going to manscaped.com and use the code DBPG for free shipping and 20% off. I will say, after using these products myself, because daddy's been sick for a little bit. You know, I had to trim up the old nose hairs. This thing was so much easier. Didn't give you that annoying-ass little tickle. And, I mean, you never had to shave your nose hairs, Jim? Uh, yeah, but you're putting your, your, your ball razor on your face? No, for the nose hair trimmer. You don't. Oh, use the, the nose same. hair trimmer. I mean, maybe your balls and your package are a little smaller. I don't know what you use, Jim. Bro, I'm a simple man, all right? Simple <laughs> <laughs> man with simple needs. <clears throat> but the lawnmower 4.0 did the job wonderfully. And you know what? One thing I noticed over this past year, Daddy's getting a, a couple grays in here. And soon I'm going to be a gray wolf. And you know what? I needed to keep myself trim because that's more important than anything. And I love <laughs> Jim. Don't look at me like that. Great wolf, huh? <laughs> because I had to utilize my Platinum Package 4.0, and you know what? It helped me trim up the beard very nicely. No nicks, no cuts, and uh, I trimmed up the downstairs. It's looking nice too. So, Chambers, why don't you tell us about everything that you can get from Manscaped? Yes, the Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is the one-stop shop for a man who deserves it all. It has everything needed to help you deck the halls from your face to your balls just in time for the mistletoe season. The Platinum Package has each product from the best-selling Performance Package Plus Ultra Premium Body Wash, Ultra Premium 2-in-1 Shampoo and Conditioner, and Ultra Premium Deodorant. It's the best way to smell fresh for your Santa hat to your candy cane. The Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer and the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear and Hair Trimmer Feature the proprietary advanced skin-safe technology to protect your delicate presence. I can vouch for this. I am not the most careful boy, and there's been problems in the past. This guy, no problems. No nicks, no cuts. Plus, both are waterproof, so there's no issue clearing the snow from your driveway. There's also a 4,000K light on which, so you can light the way like Rudolph. 
Now that you've, you've groomed your candy cane, it's time to make sure you don't smell like a reindeer with the Platinum Package of Shower Products. All of Manscaped shower gear is sulfate-free, vegan, and made to have your skin feeling hydrated and smelling fresh. But smelling good doesn't stop at the shower. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner can solve stank problems all day long. Once they touch your sack, you'll never go back. The Platinum Package 4.0 sitting under the tree is guaranteed to put anyone in the holiday spirit. And for the perfect stocking stuffer, add in the brand new Body Buffer, an incredible body scrubber that makes exfoliating easy, and it's a lot cleaner than the old loofah. So, get 20% off and free shipping with the code DBPG at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com, and use the code DBPG. Manscaped. Get your jingle balls ready for the holidays. All right, Chambers. So, you know what? We, we tend to focus on a little bit of a lot of a negativity going on in the gaming world. And you know what? There's been an ass ton, and I can't even say we're going to avoid all of it this episode. But this is a nice little gamer's happy you put up here. And it's something that warms our heart. So why don't yeah. you explain, what do we have? So basically, uh, there's a guy out there named Tyson Butler Bushma. And apparently he's a creative director at TBX Games. He does Unreal Lighting and environmental artist for GMG Studios. So he's been around a little while. And he decided to make a nice little game for himself. A little tech demo based on Superman. He did it in Unreal Engine 5 and... It's like his pin tweet, basically. He made, and it's basically Superman just flying around and, you know, with brand new graphics. It's almost like flying around in Superman Returns, but with like you know good graphics. It's and like beautiful good frame looking. rate. Like it looks yeah. awesome. So, like anything else in the world, some shit they had to ruin it, and some guy basically like stole it, stole like the little game that he had drawn up, put it up for Steam, and started copywriting his videos and his postings and anything else for it. And he eventually had to go and make a video about it saying, hey, I made this and it was stolen. And for once, the good guy wins in the end because the game's been removed from Steam. Uh, his video's been returned to his YouTube. And yeah, uh, almost seven days to the dot from when he first put it up, he finally gets it back. So for once, the community came together for some goddamn good and helped the guy get his creation back. It's almost like the inverse of the ring. In seven days, you die. In seven days, you get your video shit back. <laughs> now I saw seven this days, seven years. Yeah, <clears throat> tomato, tomato. I here's my deal. When I I saw this, the absolute balls on this, the the company that that basically. So we should back up one second. So the article we have here is from IGN.com, and it it really goes like really into detail about what's going on with this. Um, I'm posting this under the tweet that Jim put up here. But essentially, so this studio called Hero Game Studios somehow got a copy of it. And that's the only part I'm not clear about. Like, how do you just steal someone's demo? Like, like the code of it. That's the piece I'm like, I don't get how that even happens. Right. But regardless, it doesn't matter. They got a hold of it. Yeah, and then they just republish it on Steam. But if that wasn't bad enough... Because they're selling it for ten ninety nine a pop. Jesus, they fucking had the balls to block his YouTube content and copyright it and say you're using our material. Like that is that is beyond. That is going way too greedy with it. And you know, as Jim said, I am very happy. It seems like it's uh, it's all fixed now. I'm just kind of curious. You can still get a copy of. Uh, 
this demo on itch.io i believe mm-hmm. um and i don't know like if this guy it doesn't it's not clear also like was he planning on obviously he's not going to get the license to make a full superman i was going to say he probably he was probably just a fan project like there's no way he was gonna be able to get the license for it without paying out the ass i guess here's my question so i i guess maybe it's really easy to publish on steam I maybe you, don't need <laughs> you can to, put I, anything up on Steam. I mean, yeah, I guess I've heard there's been some crazy shit put up there, but I mean, does does it beg the question? Should there be a little bit more of a rigid checks and balances on the Steam upload page? Brian, welcome to 2013. Glad to I, have you. I, Jim, I'm blissfully ignorant to internet shit. So yeah, and even I mean, as but, a guy who has a huge Steam library, I mean, I don't dive into the depths there, but. I don't know. Like, is that something that should exist? Oh, no. Steam is just known for just grabbing anything and throwing it up there. It was especially bad during the Steam Greenlight days. So, yeah, there's like, there's no fucking moderation over there. I mean, I think one of the top games for a couple of weeks ago was Sex with Hitler 3D. So, I you, yeah, I remember you put that up, or somehow I remember seeing that. I was like, God, it was probably something you liked. And I was like, God. Damn it, Jim. I don't Probably want to what? see this. I was sharing the news. What do you want from me? It's not my fault. I'm just trying to give the people what's going on in the world. Fuck. I don't need to see sex with Hiller 3D. Yes, you do. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, what do you do you think there should be some kind of oversight on Steam? Or is it one of those it's still like a wild west where it's like, you know what, if somebody wants to upload something, let them upload something. I I mean <laughs> I mean, there really should be checks and balances there, but I I don't fucking I don't know how you do it. There's, there's so many games on there that like it's going to be impossible to really truly keep track of it. So yeah, it, it's a tall order. Like, what are you going to do? I, I said though, I the only thing, and I don't know if you looked any further into it because I went through a few different articles about this. I still couldn't quite find out how they actually got a copy of this. Yeah, I never came across that either. So hmm. I don't know. It'd be interesting to see. But either way, no matter what, I mean, there's always fuckery afoot. Or maybe they just found a way to steal the source code somehow. But, you know, the good guy won in the end. So at least there's that. Jim, can we get the source code for Monkey Lander and put it on Steam for God two bucks? God damn. I, I actually bet we got to fucking hit Newgrounds. There's got to be, maybe there's an email address there for the guy who made it. Maybe like, Somewhere, hey. yeah. Let, let us bring it back. Let's bring it back to the forefront. Let's, so, Brian, we can be publishes. You know what? This was this was a little bit of a happy note. So ah, let's return back to the garbage, Jim. Back to normal and depression with the good so, old video game industry. You covered it last week with Nick. Um, and it's actually something I did want to talk about. Cause, uh, Bethesda Brian, decided, stop siding with Bethesda and its software. Well, you corporate hold on. Cuck. Hold on. So Bethesda released a comment that responded to Mick Gordon and Jim and Nick covered it. Once again, watch the episode last week where Mick Gordon basically gave like a 14 pager, very in-depth. Oh, that was more of, than 14 pages. That was like a 45 minute read. That's it was forever. it was very long. And basically he just Mick Gordon had this accounting of during Doom Eternal, the development and his relationship with uh, Marty Stratton and the team and just all of his issues. And Bethesda, in one very concise four-paragraph statement, just basically said, that's not true. 
he, what he put out there is a very one-sided thing. He presented incomplete facts. We have full documented evidence that we can combat this. And basically, because of those statements, we've been certain people have been harassed and threats of violence against Marty, Chad, and Id. Um, and basically, at the end, they just said, hey, we back our people and that we don't agree with those statements. So, Jim, I mean, I know you commented on it, but is it safe to say that that received a lot of backlash? Just a bit. That could have been easy gamers mad for this week. So, but, but. One thing I will say without having I, I know I dove deep enough between the Bethesda comment, which in all fairness did come out a couple days ago on the 16th. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen a lot of things after the fact. Like, I'm curious if they are going to follow up with any of their official um, information. But after what just happened with that Helena chick. Mm hmm. I'm I'm much more like we see the danger of just hearing one account and going, oh, then that's the whole story. Like, fuck them. Where it's like, I don't, I, I'm just but, very, I'm so cautious right now to say, I'm not saying Mick's lying at all. I'm right. saying, is he exaggerating? Like, obviously, just like Helena, whatever her name is, like, was she, she clearly exaggerated the shit out of it. There was a lot of missing pieces she forgot to mention. Now, his was a very well-written, almost like a lawyer was going over it, statement. But still, is there that possibility? That's my only question. Right, here's my this rebuttal. Ma this Marty guy apparently has a history of kind of being a shithead, so I'm not trying to defend him. But is there? could there be some hyperboles being put in there? In the interest of fairness, yes, of course, there's there's probably some there, but here's my response to your your caution. And you know, for all I know, this could bite me, and whatever, fine. But, <laughs> Jim, has that ever happened in the past? <laughs> I have such a spotless record. <laughs> Brian, is, is it possible to bat over a thousand? Because I'm batting like eleven hundred right now. All right, with my takes, <laughs> I'm just impeccable. But mix ridiculously long detailed and receipts having statement was a rebuttal to something that marty stratton decided to do on his own reddit with yeah. with a reddit post two years ago to try to get the heat off of him for the fucking soundtrack so you know everyone's quick to jump on shit and it's hilarious that they say that this is a one-sided account that's led to a harassment because that's exactly what happened to mick gordon because of marty stratton's reddit fucking post so Mick took his time, you know, put it seems like he has all of his ducks in a row with a lot of stuff. Now, you know, maybe it has some stuff too on their end that could show maybe he wasn't being helpful. It remains to be seen, but you know what? When the time's right, show it. I would say they should have at least thrown one bone out there. Like, you know, throw a bone out there and say, yes, we didn't not pay him for eight months. Here's a receipt. Like, if you had something like that, it would have been like, okay, well, this is bullshit then. Because that was a huge thing, that they never that's, paid him forever. To me, that's honestly probably the biggest thing. Right. Or be like, hey, we contacted him before we made the announcement of the soundtrack. But, you know, shit like that, that we were going to put his name on there. You know, show some kind of... Re All they had to do was show, I think, one true rebuttal to anything that he said. And it would have put a lot more eyes in the thing of being like, hmm, there might be something to this. 
And you can still, you know, if you want to do a defamation case against Mick, just save the rest of it and then throw that at him, you know? But, you know, you could have done a lot better PR if you just gave one little bone out there instead of, nah, that's bullshit. No, I, and that, I'm, sh- I'm actually shocked Bethesda would go out of their way to put that out there. And it's funny because it's Bethesda and not just id software because Mick's That's rebuttal I mean. was to id. And now Bethesda, who owns it now, is just like, you know, being big daddy corporate <clears throat> lawyer pants with it. Well, that's the part I don't, I, that's the part I really, I understand it is under the um, Bethesda umbrella at this point. Um, I don't know, like, I, I, as I said, moving forward, now I, like, when I heard the Elena thing, I was like, oh, man, that's fucked up. And now I'm just like, all right, let me, let's wait another couple weeks, see if anything else shakes out. Also, if I'm being brutally honest, I'm not going to give a fuck in a few weeks. I played Doom Eternal. I love the game. It's a great game. I'm not going to stop playing Bethesda shit. So I'm not even going to pretend like I'm, like, going to be up in arms against Bethesda or anything they're going to do, because... I'm going to play it. I think it is fucked up. I think it's not a company thing. I think it's weird that the company is going to stand behind this guy, Marty. It sounds like he's more of the problem. But at the end of the day, if we're being honest, is Marty one of... Uh, how many people do you think work across Bethesda and id? Well, here's the thing about that. Like, Mick went out of his way in his post to say, don't go at Bethesda, don't go at id. There was a lot of good people who worked on this game that I worked with. My problem's with Marty. But, Jim, just like everyone I know else, how the internet works. I know. I'm on it no. too much, and it's a hell sake. No, no, no. I, I'm, I'm saying no to you yourself. As somebody, you still watch WWE, even after all the shit that happened with Vince McMahon. Over Barely, the many, yes. many years. I've come back. So so do millions, gazillions of other folks that I can't believe the outrage. Like, yeah, yes, Brian, yes. That- We've talked about it before. We've even talked about it when the Activision stuff first came down, but Call of Duty was around the corner, and we're like, eh, we're still going to buy Duty, because you put something out there people want, they're still going to buy it. It's just a fact of life. Yeah. I... I guess here here's my question. What would be to the angry mob of folks out there? What is the right thing? Other, aside from them providing receipts that if, if they think Mick is not telling the truth, even if he is telling the truth, is the correct thing fire Marty? Like, like what is the call to action that would satisfy everyone right it now? It would probably be fire Marty and let uh, Mick make the Doom Eternal soundtrack the way he wanted to. Well, here's my deal. After saying I played Doom Eternal, I didn't particularly notice it being bad. So, is there, it, there's, was there, it regarded as? <laughs> excuse me. Was there's it a difference. Regarded? No, there's a difference between making an in-game soundtrack and a OST soundtrack. Because you have to format the song. You just can't throw like all the clips of music together. Like you have to like format it and like structure the songs and shit like that in the actual songs and not like segments of a video game. So there's more uh, to it than just like that's putting... the piece I think I I didn't understand. Yeah, yeah, because I mean he wound up making twelve tracks for it, but they threw in a fuckload of other tracks too that Chad just spliced together from like clips that they never paid Mick for. So because huh. they went, oh, this is ours. So here, splices together, you know, make a forty some track soundtrack out of this. And mm-hmm. apparently the quality was shit. Like there's a lot of audio popping, like 
almost no like blending proper blending of the music tracks and crap like that so it was a, it was a patch of job for the stuff Mick didn't directly work on so that was a big part of Mick's problem is because they said the Doom Eternal Mick Gordon's Doom Eternal soundtrack like they said it was Mick's work they said it yeah so then on top of Marty being fired and who knows if Mick would even want it is just because they said that apparently he was offered a payout to basically not talk about this. Six figures. Yeah. <clears throat> is a is a payout for. I don't even know what you would call it, like damages to his reputation. It would help. Be nice. Yeah. I don't know that. that that's a weird. It, it's a weird one. Like you said, I. Not saying Mick's not right. I'm just saying I'm being ultra cautious. Um, and at the end of the day, we will follow it, but I'm very curious, like, yeah, if you got receipts, why wouldn't you post it? I, I don't know. There's probably some legal shit going on behind the background. That we oh, for sure. Like, that just read like, oh, the lawyers are starting to get involved now. That's what it read yeah. like to me. But, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm still in mixed camp because if your first, you know, call to action for criticism is to stir up a Reddit hate mob, go fuck yourself. Yeah, well, that's... Wrong. You were wrong, sir. Yeah. I never, no matter if they were right or wrong, that was wrong. Yeah, so I don't, I agree. Marty sounds, sounds like a dick. I don't like him. A little bit of a short, shrivelly shit dick with an unkept mane of pubic hair. He doesn't use Manscaped. He's a bitch. <laughs> he definitely doesn't use Manscaped. <laughs> he doesn't keep a trim and proper to him. And sure as fuck doesn't use co- promo code DBPG to get 20% off and free shipping. That's for goddamn sure. <laughs> But, Jim, <clears throat> speaking of people that bitch way too much, what's going on with uh, Sony and Microsoft? God, this fucking never-ending drama. Shoot. So, another, the next piece, the next thing that's come out of this. So, Did Microsoft wh- fuck Sony's mom? Is that what's going on here? It, it, like, it seems they, like it. That, For- like, there's, uh, like, they're dating their ex or something. Like, there is some... There's some wild shit going on here. They they got like a hand job in high school from someone that like Sony secret really liked the whole time, but they could yeah. never get with. But Fuck, yeah, man. so as we've talked about uh, so many fucking times over the past year now, Microsoft's trying to buy Activision Blizzard, and Sony is doing everything they can to stop it. They're rally- they're going to rallies. They're fucking sending out their people to talk to governments about getting it shut down. All kinds of crap. And one of their biggest arguments has always been about Call of Duty and how important Call of Duty is to them. And they were like, they're going to take Call of Duty from us, and they're not going to have Call of Duty anymore, and we can't compete. So, (laughs) turns out, turns out, so originally Microsoft said that they were going to be giving Sony another three years to finish, one to finish out like the previous deal that they had. And, you know, here, just three more years. We'll guarantee you that. Turns out, they we wound back and offered them ten years, ten more fucking years. They would have let it be cross-platform. Ten and years. Not to say that they wouldn't have done it anyway, but to guarantee cross-platform, they would have given them ten more fucking years. God knows that there's even going to be consoles as we know it in ten years. So yeah, to not take a ten-year deal, considering <clears throat> uh, one of the things I'm involved in is major real estate deals and we try to do guaranteed terms of five to ten years maximum with five-year options mm-hmm. anything locking into 10 years in this day and age is really huge that's a big big number like jim just said will there be consoles will call of duty even be around in 10 years 
we don't know, but you just guaranteed 10 years for a life cycle of another couple more consoles. Like, that's insane. Yeah, I mean, that's, for all we know, 10 years could be two console generations, really. We're a generation and a half. And, yeah, even funnier, since this has come out, Sony hasn't commented. <laughs> that's the part where it's <laughs> like, I mean, now, granite, granite. We're talking today. This is from windowscentral.com. The article was published seven hours ago today. But here's the deal. If this, if, if Windows Central has this news, Sony's had this information for a while. Oh, yeah. And has chosen not to. So it's, they probably had it for days at this point. Um, <clears throat> here's the deal. Sony's like bigger argument, not only not having the game, but they want to block Xbox from putting it on Game Pass because they know that if it was on Game Pass and people had the option of, uh, I could just pay $10 a month and get that plus all these other great games or still have to pay $70 for my PlayStation, I'm just going to go with Xbox. And then it would close that gap potentially between the two consoles, even more so than just being exclusive. But, dude, 10 years, even three years, I feel like is is generous because at the end of the day, Microsoft really doesn't, they don't have to do anything. They could just be like, no, fuck you. But then again, they're buying something for, what was the price tag? It was $69, 69 billion. billion. Yeah. They, they're obviously, you know, keeping it on as many consoles as possible benefits them. And why Sony doesn't recognize that, like, Sony's profits on Call of Duty are profits to Microsoft. Either way. Yeah. And my, so this is all coming off of a report from the New York Times. So thank God for this article because I'm not paying for a fucking newspaper. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but one line from it was Sony declined to comment on the 10 year licensing deal report while claiming that Microsoft has a quote unquote history of quote unquote dominating industries while claiming gamers' choices will disappear without explaining exactly what choices they're referring to. When is that? When is, when is that happened? When, what what does what, what does Microsoft ever dominate? When have, have they ever dominated the gaming sphere ever? Well, or dominate any sphere? Like, because you could say, I mean, I mean, I mean, Windows that that, no, that no, kind of dominated the market forever. But Windows as an operating system, sure. But I would argue Apple. Windows. I I don't know the sales figures, but wouldn't you think they're not? It's not like ninety ten percent. It's Probably like worst case, let's say Windows is seventy thirty to Apple. But Brian, what about Linux? Okay, well, I'm not even mentioning Linux. I'm <laughs> all, just saying, all two percent of Linux. What do you think Apple? Like Apple's clearly an Apple, really, regardless of their way too expensive computers. Their laptops sell still like fucking hotcakes. Their phones, like, so it's two different things. I don't know. That that's just a weird I, I don't know and but in the gaming sphere especially. What the, yeah, when has Microsoft ever dominated anything? Yeah, I mean now I mean I'll give them Windows like especially in the 90s fucking cuz Apple was almost dead and Windows was fucking that just dominated the market. But if it wasn't I, for people like you getting your goddamn iMacs. Not my choice. <laughs> so you could play your Star Wars games. <laughs> hey, at least I had that. <laughs> That and StarCraft, that's all I had. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, like, but yeah, seriously, as far as gaming goes, I mean, maybe you could talk about fucking PC gaming back in the day, but that's just developers not wanting to develop for fucking systems that no one was buying anyway. So yeah, like I, I don't like I would really want to see where they actually say that Microsoft stopped people from, you know, taking away options and shit like that. Yeah, and and like I said, it actually will hurt their bottom like line. Like what? You didn't get Banjo and Kazooie fucking rebolt or whatever the fuck that was? Nuts and bolts? <laughs> oh no! Oh, everyone didn't get nuts and bolts. No one got Perfect Dark Zero. Oh, that fucking horror! Well, are they using the same math for a Bayonetta three? PS three like would have died if it had, if it would. <laughs> PS three would have dominated more if it had Viva Pinata. That's what everyone's saying. Yeah, exactly. So, but it is interesting. I will say. Jim, take a guess how much revenue Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 made in 10 days. Oh, yeah. Fucking, I think Nick brought it up yesterday. Wasn't it like 10 million or something? 1 billion. 1 billion? Holy in, fuck. In 10 days. Jesus. Faster than any past Call of Duty t- title. One like You talk to billion. most people, you think no one cares about duty anymore, but holy shit. No, duty is... Uh, Especially Duty is this back, one. baby. It's back, baby. It's not only back. Like, here's the deal, and I don't know how I feel about this being the old Call of Duty head that we are. Um, I mean, it's definitely way, way, way more focused on all the war zone, you know, shit. Right. But, but you know what? It is like honestly, if you just type it into TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, dude, it's that's it. I just wanted to take a. It may even be beating Fortnite because fuck Fortnite. I don't like that. But yeah, one billion dollars in ten days. I can almost go like, okay, I guess maybe there's something to like Call of Duty if it goes exclusive. Does it really kill that much of PlayStation's business? I mean, if you put Call of Duty on Game Pass, but you tell PlayStation, yeah, you can still have it, but. People got to pay. What does for that it. do? Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, that ne- that next year, like, say they did that next year, like, uh, say the the shareholdings of uh, systems is fifty percent Sony, thirty percent X or uh, Nintendo, twenty percent Xbox. If all of a sudden that shifts to forty percent Xbox, and they like drives everything else down, that would be very interesting. I don't know. I mean that that Activision deal is going to be fucking huge, and what they do with it. So I do not know. We'll see. <clears throat> I want to follow this just because it is a never-ending tirade of what the fuckery. Just this is just bitchy little bitchy little jabs and little fucking paper cuts. It's all paper cuts. It's all stuff I mean, you go you you hear and you go. Meh, meh. I mean they, they're reacting the way I would expect. If Sony or if Microsoft was positioning themselves to straight up buy Sony, like if if somehow that happened, I would I would hear any case of like monopolization, this and that. We're talking about one video game franchise that yes is hugely popular. It's the biggest franchise in gaming, especially modern gaming history. But still, like it's just one franchise. Look at the Game Awards for the past decade. And how Sony fans love to point out that Xbox like never has any contenders because PlayStation dominates. So keep using those. I don't know. That shit's crazy. 
Yeah. I mean, like we've said a billion times, it's so, man, I mean, like, Sony's dominated every generation. And, like, it seems like they're really, really scared of this deal going through. Like, so. (laughs) I mean, maybe it's that much of a, maybe they're, like, player base. Maybe they have stats. Like, let's say of however many people, the active players they have on PlayStation, even if it's 30%. 40 percent that are just there for call of duty maybe that's what they're fearful that, I don't that's know. the casual market it's the madden and cod people <clears throat> like that's what that's what the majority of the video game industry still is yeah like no one talks about it but that's who's buying the games for the most part yeah exactly but uh no we'll definitely follow that like i said it's it's absolutely crazy but when i think crazy jim what the fuck's going on with your boy yuji naka <laughs> my boy my boy, yeah. Brian, yeah. I played the demo for Bound Wonderworld. He is not my goddamn boy, all right? Uh, he's the designer behind Sonic, so yeah, he's your boy. You're Mr. Sega. freaking da! You, you, got, you got your one nutsack as Sonic Ball. Come on. <laughs> Damn it. But yes, so <laughs> Yuji Naga, you know, legendary game developer, called the father of Sonic, one of the co-creators of it. Uh, he... So, apparently, he's been in a lot more shitty things, and I don't know all the details, but, like, I'm in GD The Next Level's Discord, and he's a big Sonic guy. So, when this news broke, everyone was like, oh, that kind of fits after what he did to this guy and that guy and this guy. And I'm like, oh, I should look into this, and then I forgot. So, like the good researcher I am. But, he is involved in a bit of an oopsie. He is one of the number of people in Japan, including a Square Enix employee, arrested on insider trading charges related to Dragon Quest. So, yeah, he's part of this whole thing. And uh, basically it comes around from a studio called Aiming, which was announcing a new Dragon Quest game called Tact. And it was alleged that a Square Enix employee named uh, Taisuke Sazaki, who worked on like Kingdom Hearts and Final Fantasy games, he knew of the deal before, and he went in on it, him and a friend of his. And apparently Yuji Naka was another one of the people who did that. Jim, is it safe to say he lacks discipline? Oh, there is no dash up right now. <laughs> okay, couple things. Let so he took, out, he took out 10,000 shares in the company. Yeah, and but like ultimately it was what? Uh, about 20K. 20k US, yeah. Whereas, like, the other people put in, like, you know, 180,000, 200,000, shit like that. Mm. So, I, I'll i be honest, almost a la, like, Kevin from The Office. I hear, like, when he's like, explain to me what insider trading is, because it sounds like it's what I do every day. Like, <laughs> I don't understand, like, you know, I, I'm not sure the ins and outs of what he did, but clearly there was some fuckery going on. Number one, this dude and the pictures in the article, he's apparently only 38. No, no, no. Yuji Naka's not 38. Uh, what do you call it? The other guy that's Suzaki uh, guy's 38. Yuji ah, okay. in his 50s. 50s or 60s. That, that's what I was confused about. I, well, the article said... Old yeah. racist Brian had it again going, oh, <laughs> oh, all these yellow types. He looks a little old for 38. Damn it, Jim. Hey, you <laughs> said it. No, he is. You're you're absolutely right. They say fifty seven. Right, that is what you thought. I knew it. I was just like, man, he's old looking. Maybe he's like he's had a hard. I was actually gonna give him an out. Say, it looks like he's had it hard. Maybe he needs an out. Maybe this was a payoff for him. You know what? Like, whatever. Here's the deal. If we're being honest, Jim, 
drinking some beers, feeling good. Here's a question. How <laughs> All much right, do let's you actually this. care about fucking insider trading on something as stupid as fucking Dragon Quest? We're not talking about something like an asshole who's like overcharging people for goddamn um, insulin. Not some like life saving thing. Right. Are we not talking about a number of US senators who decided to do some stock market fuckery right before the COVID pandemic hit and was public knowledge to everyone? And where they all made tens of millions of dollars off it? Where this is not something. And they should all be put in a gulag in Minecraft? (laughs) Damn it, Jim. But here's the deal this is not someone making it off of human suffering, someone's medical things, wartime shit. It's mother fucking dragon quest still wrong do Unfair. you get advantage still wrong to what it like, is wrong. What? here's the deal what do you think he nets off of that like he didn't even make the profits what if it was he the just... best goddamn game ever brian what if it came out and it set the world on fire you know what jim i'd make a bet that call of duty would still dip its nutsack in it you don't know dragon quest tact could have been the new game changer brian <clears throat> could have been the new minecraft here here's my deal i just kind of go it's not that big of a deal. It's not right. I'm not saying it's right. It's wrong. It's wrong. I just go, what do you think he really would have known off of buying 20K worth of it? Say that game, like you said, say it sells like hotcakes. What do you think he makes? 10K on top of that? Do you really care about somebody making 10K on Dragon Quest, Jim? Is that going to fuck you up in buying Dragon Quest? Well, I mean, one, I'm not going to buy Dragon Quest anyway, so that doesn't fucking matter. Exactly. But, still, it's wrong. I I don't know. Maybe I'm I'm a little too easy with easy on this whole situation. It's like the assholes with the FTX shit. You know? Like, that was such an obvious scam job that people who yeah, lost their money... Obvious! Were... <laughs> Poor Jim. <laughs> Look, Bry, if I can toot my own horn here, you gotta in, in times like these you have to play a 4D chess game. So you want to know how easy it is to not care about your money being locked in FTX and never being able to take it out because it's gonna go bankrupt and your money's gonna go bye bye. Go on. I have a very simple solution, Brian. The trick is to lose all that money anyway before it happens. So when there your you balance go. is zero, why do you care if you can't take you it out? You don't care anymore, exactly. Goddamn right. I'm living the high life over here. All the crypto bros are fucking killing themselves because they lost billions of dollars. I'm sitting over here going, eh, lost some play money. Eh. Yeah. What what I got left? A hundred bucks out of a grand I can't take out? Bah. I guess here's what I look at. Like I said, I'm I'm call me way too uh easy on, on them with this. If this dude decide well, all right, no, no, let's uh, let's actually let's fucking let's put it this way. Let's say in your field that someone was coming up with a brand new keep it simple, like fucking like a brand new version of blacktop or like cold patch yep. or something. And it's it's going to revolutionize the industry. And all of a sudden you see like everyone in your cubes around you all are suddenly coming in in Ferraris the next day. And you're sitting there going, hey, where'd you guys get all these cars from? And they just kind of snicker and go hmm, nowhere. How'd you feel? Not good, but who cares? It, it it doesn't actually hurt me, is my point. It's not fair. You're right. Fair is the only thing. Unfair is the only thing. My, I guess my thing is, 
if you're not actually I mean, hurting I mean, someone, obviously, like you said, like I'll give you this: where like a Dragon Quest side game, like really in the end, is thing who gives a fuck. But it's really just like there's a reason we have these kind of laws in place because oh, no, no, no. there's so it. much market manipulation that you can do and shit like that. Uh, no, and I'm not saying I'm not even suggesting disbanding the laws. I just kind of go, that seems crazy in the comparative sense of like harm to other folks. There's no actual harm being done here. It's just unfair. Right. It's an unfair advantage in a market, which as you, as we said at the beginning, what about people who did certain things with stocks with all the COVID shots and insulin and medical shit? That's where I go. That's more serious because you're betting on people's health and life. Whereas fucking Dragon Quest, I don't know what it sells, but it ain't Call of Duty numbers. I can promise you that. It's not as we discussed last week. They're not. They they barely for as big as Dragon Quest is, it barely scraped the top twenty in Japan, and that's where Dragon Quest is most loved. So yes, yes, obviously it's not going to be like Call of Duty or yeah. something like that. No, but it's two things though. One, still wrong, and two, I don't know. You give me an in like a little bit of insider info, I'd be like, hmm, tempting. I, th- that's my well. That's can't, where my can't mind say goes. I'm a perfect man over here. Can't say I want to be tempted. No, and that's so a few shekels like, that way. Here's the deal, man. It could. It, here's the deal. Could he have done it as ignorant as ignorantly as me and you? You just gave me a situation. I'll give you the same situation. Like, say they like came. They you know there's a new revolutionary type of pipe coming out that's going to replace the U.S. standard for piping throughout the U.S. And you know it's coming, and you could have an option to buy that stock. And you know all of a sudden it's going to be bought across the U.S. And you know what? You decide to throw, as you said, like kind of joke money. Let's just say like a 1000 bucks, whatever it is. Oh, you made 10, 10K on it or something. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't know. Like that's one of those weird. And I, I mean, Brian, I would definitely never do such a thing and say it publicly. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> never ever. <clears throat> I don't know. I this is where Yuji Naka, like I said, the fact that it drags his name into it, that sucks. At least change your name as you're putting the bed the thing into like Nuji Yaka or something like that. At least change <laughs> some letters. Jesus. Do something. Do something smart. I'm sure I'm sure he's such an arrogant <clears throat> fuck though, he probably wrote Nuji Yuji Naka parentheses creator of Sonic as he was like putting those stocks in. Probably. Yeah, but now it, it, I don't know. I mean, I guess nothing else really is going to come out of it. It is what it is. No, he, and he's probably just going to get some kind of slap on the wrist. Like, he, he didn't even put in enough to have, like, when, like when Martha Stewart went to jail for it. Like, you know, she, she she put in some real money with that shit. Whereas with him, 10, 10, you know, 10K, who gives that much of a shit? But here's the deal. They're not in the U.S., so he's not even. I don't know what the rules are in Japan. Ooh, there is there is that dishonor tax for all their uh, proceedings. Damn it! Damn it. What? <laughs> I don't think there's such thing as a goddamn dishonor tax. Probably, you didn't you even say it with the right accent. You can't tell me there isn't. Jim, what? say it right. <laughs> no, I won't, because I'm not racist like you. Jim, you goddamn say it right. You thought he was the 38 year old. I don't have to say shit. <laughs> Because the way the article is written, it's very misleading. Because his eyes did the thing they all do. That, I know what you're trying to say, Brian. I know God. your games. God damn it, Jim. You son of a bitch. 
We'll keep following that, but we'll see what comes out. Uh, Chambers, how did that goddamn Grand Crew treat you? And did you move on, or did you stick with that? Threat? No, I just did two of them because uh, it's 11%, and it's a Monday night, and I have work tomorrow. So, Bitch. Yeah. But, you know, it's Bitch. fucking delicious. I, this is one that, like, I bet, like, after three of them, the mouth would be, like, so covered in, like, sugar and stickiness that, like, it wouldn't be enjoyable at that point. But I feel like two's probably the perfect amount for a sitting with this. I mean, your mouth is used to stickiness. Well, yeah. <laughs> did you just burp while you say well? Yep. Sure did. God damn sure it. Sure did. God damn it. Ah, well, I decided to. But, Bri, luckily, if I was to burp during certain other activities, there would be no pain because of the skin safe technology of Manscaped using code DBPG for 20% off and free shipping. I'll allow it just for this. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> I moved on from the other Otter Creek to the other one, Bonus Stage IPA, which we've talked about before. Obviously, some of the best retro video game can art you can go with. But then, you know what? I decided a third one was necessary because I haven't drank for shit in the past, like, three weeks. So I moved on to my, my classic Guinness. And you know what? Every time I open this, I fall in love again, Jim. It's kind of like uh, 50 First Dates or The Notebook. I forget, and then I... Remember how how great it is. It is an old friend. It's old reliable. It, it it's whew, man. If you need, a I mean, beer, even me who fucking hated Guinness back in the day, I'd have it now. I'm just like, man, this is just enjoyable. It's something. I don't know what it is, but you sons of bitches, you, you know how to get us. But uh, we want to say thank you so so much to everyone who stayed watching. We hope you all have a great Thanksgiving, and I hope you get to have some fun. Remember, though, if you are going out and you're drinking on drinking tonight, please be safe. Don't drive. Use Ubers. And uh, if you're listening to us, please make sure on Spotify or iTunes, hit that subscribe button, give us a five-star rating. Even if you want to bash us, we're going to read it on this podcast. If you're watching us on YouTube, if you didn't already hit subscribe, do that. Hit the notification bells. And with that, we want to say have a good night, everyone. And cheers. Cheers, guys.